Welcome back to The Dark Veil, vale, a real-play D&D podcast centered around a group of adventurers played by lovable idiots. Here's where we left off last time. Having defeated Nana Gravebite, the party takes the time to attend to their wounds and discovers Melanie, the sister of the elves Brano and Prisea, who had been held captive by Gravebite. Eric finds another eye-shaped amulet, just like the one carried by the first hag, and he puts it on. He immediately begins to hear many voices, but he's unable to understand them. Eric passes the amulet to Quan Seng, who has more experience in different languages. Quan Seng hears bits and phrases of Sylvan from the amulet, something about the mossy wood, the Little Peak Hills, and Old Toms. These are all locations that Eric recognizes from his hometown of Greenwood. The coven discovers Quan Seng's presence and magically deafens him. Eric panics fearing that a coven of hags is descending on his home. Rondon and Pip try to calm him down while Quan Sang tries to figure out what is going on. Before long, Antorian the Green Dragon returns and informs the party that several of the hags have arrived and that they need to flee quickly. They load the still unconscious Dane onto Antorian's back and he flies them all away as several hags emerge from the trees converging on their location. And now, we let fate decide as we begin Episode 9 of The Dark Veil. Okay, so, as you guys fly away, uh, I need everyone to take their headphones off except for Tyler. Dane. The world around you falls away as the lightning strikes your heart. A cruel cackle and a terrible roar are the last things you hear as your body hits the floor. Everything begins to go dark and cold. Suddenly there is weightlessness. From the darkness, the world becomes a kind of opalescent blue. You can feel the air push and move against your movements, almost as if some strange ethereal force was interacting with you somehow. There are other people too. You can see their nearly vacant but happy expressions as they walk by you turn your body to see where they're all walking to you can see that you yourself are on top of what looks like a green hill a forest below you the trees swaying to and fro with an unnatural slow movement. And far beyond that, a kingdom. This beautiful, almost glass, iridescent kingdom shines at the edge of your vision. You can see strange creatures flying in the open air, you feel a touch come to your shoulder. You turn to look at what that could be. You see the face of Marina, and she smiles at you. You feel a warm embrace as the sudden running of tears begins to crawl down your cheeks. You suddenly feel a pull away from her. Your hands lock together as they are slowly pulled apart, gripping from the tips of your fingers, you desperately grasp at her. She smiles at you and says this only. We'll see each other real soon. And as the hands snap away from each other, you can see that beautiful vision suddenly receding from your sight, turning into a small speck 
as the world turns to darkness around you. Let's go ahead and summon everyone back. So, the rest of you flying for what seems like hours finally settle down near a tree within the rail forest, heading southbound. Um, Tentorian is exhausted. Plopping down, you can see him dig a, uh, a rather large kind of like divot in the ground for himself. He refuses to speak to you for the moment, waiting for Dane to awaken. And as he buries his nuzzle into his his wing, the time passes. Yes. I guess how long have we been flying? A couple hours. Okay. Well, I what I'll do is I'll just kind of slide off of Antorian, kind of give him a pat, just as a solemn like, thank you, buddy. While also just kind of pulling Dane with me to kind of just uh, <laughs> yeah, his limp body. You know, weekend in Bernie styles. <laughs> um, do I see Wolf? You do not. He'll catch up, Dane. Or Pip. Dane, too. <laughs> Just talking to Dane. He'll catch up. <laughs> but Wolf is a smart pup. He, he, he'll catch up. I'm gonna, yeah. tuck, I'm gonna tuck in Dane. He's uh, a little exhausted, if you know. You know, he had a long day. If you recall. I do. Um, I'm going to... Um, Kwan Sing? Yes. Do you, uh, do you remember that thing you did, um, when we were by the river to protect us? Yes. Do you mind doing that again? I cannot. Oh, oh I see. Uh, ye- <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I, uh, swap that spell off! <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought it was very situational, and now it would be great to have it. <laughs> uh, well, truth be told, don't you guys... I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone will mess with us when we got a green dragon right next to us. Right. And I kissed Dane on the forehead. Not Dane. I thought you were gonna say mouth. I swear to God, I thought you were gonna say mouth. <laughs> I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> This is, the cheeks just kind of turn red. <laughs> he has a fiance. I can't make my move. Uh, still, still has. Shut it. She is ded dead. So when did we lose the hags then? Uh, it's not like they were trailing you or anything. Oh, I thought they were. No. So did we see where we flew? South. Just south, that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so did it look like we were heading back towards Dane City? Um, it's hard to say. I guess, could, could we do a check to, to see if we were heading that general direction? Do uh, Who's proficient in survival? I am not, but I'm proficient in being uh, I am. maps. That's true. Can I? I'll say make a, you can make a cartographer's tools check. Can I do a survival check? Sure. 19. Okay. Do you want me to roll, Brandon, or was that good? Yeah, go. It would be your... I guess I'm also... This would be intelligence plus proficiency. I also... Proficient in survival. You okay there, Mac? I'm I'm choking on a burp. Okay. (laughs) Maybe proficient, but I'm... Roll like garbage. So seventeen. And I got eleven. A nineteen. Okay, Pip. Uh, you do know. Uh, you are heading back toward, um, not towards Berkshire specifically, um, but in the direction where Dane's house was. It it looks like we're heading back towards the direction we came from. Danes, perhaps? Um, I'm gonna stay up and, um, 
wait for a wolf until until sleep takes me. Okay. And I will stay up as well. I'm gonna fall asleep next to Dan, kind of just like keeping one <laughs> eye on him. Is he gonna be the little spoon or what? Well, I mean, he can't be big spoon. What? He... <laughs> Why not? Cause you're pretty much half dead. <laughs> With four levels of exhaustion. Five. Five levels <laughs> of exhaustion. gets to decide what the I am, are. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, I am very confused about how four levels of exhaustion makes him not able to be the big spoon. Cause Rondon is the big spoon now. <laughs> it's going to a weird place. It's going to a weird place. Like I oh, said, I God. ship it. That makes one of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm only a protective friend of Dane. I, I want to look after him. I guess while we're kind of here, I won't rest. I'll just kind of work on my map. Try to watch over everybody. And I'm going to climb up a tree. And kind of like lay back, but have my chains like hold me up in case I fall asleep. Oh, you're going to chain yourself to the tree, I gotcha. Like catnip, Everby. Yep. Some time passes... And eventually, Dane, you come to consciousness. Do I notice this? What? And do I, I notice it? Yeah, I'd say you would. Okay. I guess I try to stand up, but I'm so... Like, my body's just not cooperating. So I I'll hold co- it. I collapse back. Okay. You do recover a point of exhaustion. How much time passes, Brandon? Does that count as a long rest? Yes. Okay. So we all got a long rest? No. Only Dane. Because I was forcibly unconscious for eight hours. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been an hour or two since you landed. Um, so as I'm kind of coming to consciousness, I want to look around. What happened? Well, you... Took an awful long nap. Rondon, I... I saw Narina. He's sleeping. No, I'm just... <laughs> I shake him. <laughs> Rondon. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Dane, Dane, you're awake. Oh, thank goodness. Thank Cor. All right. Oh, God. Oh, did you... What'd you say? I saw Narina. Oh, I slapped my face. Okay, I am awake. You saw Narina? I did. I peer up from my map making. I'm very, very interested in what they're talking about. Are you sure, Dane? Are you, are you sure she's dead dead? Or just like, you know, dead where we can hopefully bring her back to life? But, you know, she's... Are you sure? I'm sure I saw her. I'm not sure what it meant or where I was. Just that she was there. Um, I kind of pipe up. I, her, her spirit stays near to you, Dane. The monks, we believe the spirit world is a in-between place before the end. She's watching you. And kind of comforted by that, I'd kind of smile and lay back. Where are we? Well, how, how'd she look, Dane? How'd Narina look? As she always does. But I was taken from her quickly. Well, at least she looks good in the afterlife still. There's no evil juju happening. Dane, it would probably serve you well to get some more rest. Our dragon friend here saved us from the hags back at the waterfall. I guess I'd look around when he says that to see Antorian. The hags. What happened? Well, I got naked to, for Quan Sang to check my holes. Or check for some holes. I'm sorry. They're impersonating us. What? Yeah. Uh, so you remember, uh, you know, when we had to fight Eric, but it wasn't Eric, but it kind of was Eric, but, you know, it was a hag. 
So turns out that they were they were pricking us to get some of our blood, and Quan Sang kind of checked us over. Mine was at a very apparent place, apparently, so I didn't have to get naked, but, you know, I just had to double check. Uh, yeah. That sounds right. It, it, tell me. Um, it was odd. It was strange. Um, Quan Sang, what else happened? My memory's kind of hazy after, uh, after Dane died. Well, I went unconscious, so... That's right. I only remember what Pip told me. That's right. Pip was... Pip turned into a lichen form. When the first hag killed us, Pip decided to destroy it. She ripped it in half. That was nuts. Upon us coming back um, to consciousness, uh, the elves helped us escape on the back of the dragon. When we left the waterfall, there were multiple hags outside trying to kill us and as you can see it wore the dragon out to carry all of us and he is now resting we made it out of there I wouldn't assume that they will let us rest along but I would try to get some more if you can you know what Dane if you get if you get a few more hours of sleep there I'll cook you a big breakfast how about that how about that um, and I kind of stand up and stretch and kind of like wince in pain as he's doing this i'll kind of hold my staff out noticing like you know his kind of his exhaustion i'll kind of hold my staff across his back to just to just help him be sturdy stand up okay where are the elves you can see them not too far from the like camp that you guys have made so i'm gonna slowly make my way over to him and i guess Tyler knows, but Dane would see for the first time that there's another one. Yeah. And I approach Brano. Okay. He stands up. And I just, I hold out a hand. Thank you. I'm told that you helped us. And then I shake his hand and I turned to Prisea as well um, and shake her hand. Brano hesitantly does so. Prisea grabs your hand. You see the uh, this new... A blue-hued elf, uh, very beautiful, long blue hair, uh, wearing a blue cloak. He kind of avoids eye contact with you and stays to the back of the other ones. Forgive me, I um, have not met her. Prisea says, this is Melanie, she is our sister. You found one, good. I will leave you to it then. Thank you for your help. Before you leave, you see Prisea kind of grab your shoulder. You can see that she kind of turns you around and kind of comes pretty close to you. Brano kind of steps next to her, and you can see that from beneath his his golden cloak made of leaves, kind of behind, he reaches in, and you can see this strange, small, like, orb. It glows purple and seems to be alive with magical power. Places it in your hands. What is this? I am not familiar with such things. Since you like getting yourself killed, and he turns his back towards you, walks with Melanie away from you. Perseus says, Such components are not come by very easily. It was hard for him to let that go. Please use it well. And she kind of like nods her head to you and returns back to her siblings. Okay, I am kind of holding it and I slowly make my way back over to the group just kind of holding this thing. Um, where, where's Eric? Is Eric awake? Hi. I toss a little rock at Eric just to wake him up. No, let him be. Let him be. Conk. Eric, Eric tossed the rock. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's like a marble, like, softly hitting your face. <laughs> I've um, never had that happen. That's I'm, a bad example. <laughs> it's, it's not time for school, Ma. But it's time to wake let you. Let him rest. Oh, no, no. Don't, don't, sorry. Shh. Go back to sleep. 
Eric, go back to sleep. Kwon Seng, is this something that you might be familiar with? And I hold out the orb. I will. I'll grab the orb and I'll look at it. Are there any, like, encryptions on it or... Make an investigation check. Fifteen. Um, it appears to be perfectly spherical. It appears to be beautifully polished. And I hand it back to him, and I just say, um, maybe I can ask the elves, and I'll walk over to them. While he does that, I'm going to find a walking stick. Sure. But, like, one that looks like the one that's in my portrait. Sure. So, um, make an investigation check. How far are you wandering from camp? Not far, but I'll ask Rondon to come with me to help find it. Okay. Can I make a perception check? Sure. Anything particular you're looking for? Wolf? No, you don't see him. Okay. Can I make a perception check anyway? Sure. Sound? Ooh. 22. Okay. Uh, Dane is awake. You can hear his voice. Dane, what'd you get on your investigation check? Uh, well, I thought guidance, but I don't think I said it, so I won't. I won't include it. Um, but that's a three. All right, I'm gonna give a help action. Can I use nature? Uh, sure. Yeah. Seventeen. Okay, I'll get back to you in a second. So, Kwanzaa, you wander over to the elves. Yep. I will approach Rano. He silently regards you. Just tilts his head up a little. Bruno, my friend. How is your sister? She is well, thankfully. There is uh, little damage on her. Bruno, um, there are a few things. First, I wanted to check with you. The orb that you gave Dane, what is its purpose? He kind of looks back to the camp, tries to spot you, Dane, but you are gone. He says, It is what's known as a resurrection stone. I assume this magic is from your world? I have never heard of it. That I am not certain. But, since your friend obviously likes to run off to his death... There's no disrespect to you. Try to understand him. He did just lose the woman he called his future, his his potential, his wife someday. It is not easy for him to continue on and not dive into the mystery. It is apparent to me that there is some confusion, a lack of discipline on his part. What he needs is a master. And I hope that we find that person for him brings me to something else that I wanted to discuss with you personally. When we were back in the caves, we discovered needle pricks in some of our friends back there. It appears that the hags have the ability to look like other people. I would never assume anything, but I think you three should check yourselves. It's only best for everybody to work together this way. Very well. And, uh, thank you for all that you did in the caves. What you guys did for Dane and us will not be forgotten. Then I nod my head to him and I begin my walk back to the camp. Allowing them time to themselves. Okay, so you begin to walk back to the camp. Um, Rondon, you find a good-looking stick. Hot damn. Dan, I think I found you a good one. I take it and I kind of test it if it can hold my weight. Okay. Seems sturdy enough. Thank you, Rondon. No problem, Dane. Anything for you, bud. And then with kind of one hand on his shoulder, I'll 
start like making my way back toward camp slowly with my now that we got you good stick you need with a good stick you need a good night's rest and in the morning you'll have good breakfast i'm making waffles i'm making waffles <laughs> <laughs> can i roll an acrobatics and stealth check to sneak up next to pip just to watch from her tree for her uh Aww. sure what do you want first uh just a stealth check uh, 19. 19? Yeah, you have no idea that he's coming. Even with your passive perception. You're asleep, you said. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do, Quentin? I just want to watch over the camp and watch watch out for Wolf. I'll stay up tonight. Um, you haven't taken a long rest, Quentin, so if you stay up the whole night, you'll suffer exhaustion. I I will risk this one. Okay. Gotcha. I want to say, can I, like, can I take another sleep? I'll say sure. I'll say since that was a forced unconsciousness, then I'll kind of, I'll settle with my back kind of against a tree. Um, and I'll try to kind of watch as well until I fall asleep. Okay. So, uh, as everyone falls asleep, um... Quantang, I need you to make a perception check for me. Okay. Ooh, 21. Okay, 21. During your watch, Branel approaches you from the darkness, kind of stands, like, kind of halfway toward you, like, like at his, like, side, and he just says, we're clear. And he walks back. Um, I will just thank you, friend, and then I will maintain my watch. Okay. During the watch, most of it goes uneventful, but you swear for a second you hear what sounds like music playing. Just for a second, you said? Just for a second, yeah. And about how far into the watch? Like halfway to nearly all the way complete. I will, I'll kind of nudge Pip when that happens. Huh. Easy, easy, easy. What are, you, what are you doing up here? Just watching the camp and watching for Wolf. Is everything okay? Seems it is, except for I think I just heard music. I woke you to be a second set of ears. Have you have you slept? Not yet. But I will. For now let's let the others finish their rest, but I need somebody just in case something were to happen. Feel free to rest your eyes. That time will come very soon, I believe. Um I kinda look down to the dragon, is it is it still pretty heavily asleep? Yes. Can I make a perception check to see if I hear the music? Sure. Ooh. 20. 20. Um, it seems to have passed whatever it was. You can't hear it. If I hear it, I'll, I'll let you know. Now that she's awake, I'll kind of move down to camp. Okay. And, uh, are the elves still there? They're separated from you guys. Okay. I won't make that mistake again. Before he leaves, can I just grab his hand and squeeze it and say, thank you? Anything for this group. And then I jump down. Is the fire still going? Yeah. Is is daylight starting to come? Because we were sleeping at night, right? You guys went to sleep pretty early. Okay, so it's still dark out. Yeah, I'll kind of add some some more timber to it, just a little more to keep it going for a little while longer. Then, and I'll see if uh, just I guess if there's any like leaves nearby. I guess that I notice that I can make some tea with, and nearby as in like I can see them. Like I'm not gonna go. Are you proficient with nature? 
I am not. So you have no idea what kind of leaves to use. You could risk it. Okay, then I will just drink hot water. I'll just boil some water and uh, sip that and try. You know, you, you know how people are like, yeah, this porridge really sucks. But if I kind of imagine it's chicken, it kind of tastes like chicken. Like, <laughs> and I will just try to imagine that this hot. That's water a struggle is right tea. there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'll go with. I'll drink some hot water to kind of keep me awake. Or wait, wait, wait. I still have two good berries from Brinker. Yeah. I'll just let I'll just uh, kind of yeah. I never ate them, so I'll just. Smash they only, they them. only last twenty four hours. That would have been like after sunrise the previous day. So if it's still nighttime, yeah, they still be there. Okay. So yeah, I'll just smash them up and then I'll pour the hot water over them, and it's it's like hot water Lacroix without the bubbling <laughs> sure. and i will drink that all right good berry tea good berry tea all right dane a dane your rest is very interesting you see flashes just images in your mind of the the horrible hag the lightning shooting towards you that strange vision you had you see Marina's soft face smiling at you. You see what looks like an oak tree. A very large oak tree. You feel this this pull. Almost like like a wordless message. And you all wake up to the next morning. Alright. Well then I did promise you a breakfast. And I'm gonna try out my gourmet feet. Can I do that? Is Dane awake? Uh, I'll say most of you wake up around the same time to where, you know, it's all simultaneous for the sake of no one plays without each other. Um, for the sake of your feet, Arandan, so go ahead and go to your features and traits tab. Go all the way to the bottom and then just tap anywhere on the gourmet. So I will say that uh, for the purposes of you just trying this out, because I'll say that, because you've been cooking pretty much every meal, I'll say that you already had this from the very beginning. All right. So you can add to your inventory. Uh, it's a handy spice pouch. Okay. So I think it's like under keywords. Or we've just been eating bland food. <laughs> uh, not with round on timbers. We don't eat bland food. If you'd like to, you can use the flavor text of that to create a meal. If not, we can just fast forward. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I still have some preserved chicken meat. There you go. To kind of whip up some bacon with my handy spice pouch. And and I'll, I'll make sure Kwanzaa has a cup of coffee, too, because he needs that. He he didn't have a good rest, so, you know, he's got to have some coffee to keep him going for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Will that give him advantage on his exhaustion save? No. Um, so go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw, Kwanzaa. The DC is 10. 14. Okay, so you ignore your exhaustion. Thank God. Because <laughs> I have a plus zero to constitution saving throws. <laughs> I rolled a straight 14. Um, while he's doing that, can I explain to Dane what the stone is? Yes. Okay. Um, Dane, that stone that Bruno gave you... He says is a resurrection stone. With all the things that have happened lately, I would not assume that the elves are liars, but I would say, do your research on everything. I would still have Eric check it if you have the chance. If what he says is true, then I am thrice in his debt. I would imagine it is. They've given us no reason to find them liars yet. But no one can be trusted right now. Which, you said that these hags can change their faces to look like us? I can only assume because of 
what I saw with Eric. And the one in the cave looked like a Reese. Well, metagame, Andrew, you heard it, right? Last heard time, what? You heard them talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the conversation. Yeah. That's like all I'll say. How, how, well, not necessarily that they shape changed, but that they, their plan was coming to fruition, basically. So Yeah. We can assume that that's kind of... But yeah. Um, and I'm going to kind of lower my voice. What do we know of the new elf? We know as much as we do about the other elves. Nothing. We know that the elves we met yesterday killed one of the hags. And this new one just appears. From a jail cell in the hags' lair. Not a difficult lie. The dragon also seems to trust her. Not that the dragon would know her personally, but he is the one who sent us to her. I walk on on this conversation from my tree. Okay. What I'll say is this. Do not trust or distrust anyone until they give us a reason. But be wary of everything that is going on, because... It is a fool's errand to trust in everything we see. I'm making no accusations, just a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Me too, but for now the elves, the ones that we believe are good, believe that is their sister. It is best for us to just assume it is and prepare for it not to be. You think it's not? I don't know. I just hope it is. How can we tell? Perhaps... Brano or Prisea. Maybe there's something that only their sister would know. That an impersonator couldn't guess. Maybe they've done it already. Past that. Oh, Pip is nervous as hell now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I storm up <laughs> um, and I go over to the elves. Oh, and, God. Um, Pip. <clears throat> and I, like, kind of try to, like, get up and start, like, following, but. Um... So, I, I go over to the elves. Where are they? They're a little further from camp, I'd say, like... Bruno. Persea. Bruno. <laughs> Whatever Just your name is. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Bruno Mars. Mars. <laughs> Bruno. Persea. <laughs> Bruno steps in front of them all. Yes. Have you heard of the hags actually taking over? <laughs> Have you us? heard of the high elves? <laughs> Have you heard of them? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I, I'm just going to say, um, have you heard of the hags impersonating us? I believe it was mentioned, yes, back in the cave. So how do we know that is your sister? We've tested her. You have, we haven't. And as I'm like... He puts his hand on his sword. As I'm, like, getting closer behind her, like, Pip, we haven't, but how would we know? What can we ask her? If they've tested her, I trust them. Can I do an insight check, Brandon? Sure. Go ahead. I will begin to make my way that way. Seven. Hard to read. I think you can tell exactly what their intentions are. I just look to Dane, and I say, are you sure? What other choice do we have? If we, if Bruno allowed us to ask her, what would we ask? 
How would we know that her answers were anything but false or true? They would know better than us. And if they've done it, that should satisfy us. Be at peace, my friend. All right. Rondon's just over by the fire, happily cooking away for everyone. Just <laughs> like, oh man, this is going to be some good breakfast. I'm, I just know it. You see the large head of uh, Antorians kind of rise up out of his wing, kind of turn his snout towards the cooking. Mm. I take some of his spare meat and just kind of toss it towards him. Like, here you go, buddy. Thank you for the ride. Okay. He catches it in his mouth, and you can see like flames kind of like lick up the side of his snout as he cooks it in his mouth and swallows it. That's so awesome. Dang, you need help to get back there? In a moment. Um, and I turn to Brano. Uh, I apologize. I assume I've arrived. Arrived where? I said I wanted to start making my way over to them. Okay, oh. yeah. yeah. I'm no backing time. away. You're just like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, tide. Uh, I am sorry. I expressed doubts, but if you've tested her, then that is enough for me. And I pull out the orb. This is a debt that I may not be able to repay. Are you certain? You'll need it way before I do. And... You can sense a kind of, like, disdain in his voice. I have, on few occasions, had to defend myself from things in the woods, but this magic, this lifestyle, is two days old for me. Three days. I have never fought anything like anything that's happening and when I needed to before I just swung my axe you can see he turns his body to face you fully I am hoping that this dragon he knew these people that my fiance associated with hopefully he can have some answers for me something to help me learn you remind me of my father. He was serving other people when a great destiny was thrust upon him. He too had to learn. Just as you are. What you need is discipline. Someone to teach you these things. I am not this person. All I know is Whatever was in that cave did what we saw to those people. I couldn't let that slide. Now there are ways that I may be able to contribute that don't require me losing so much. But you are right, I should, I need to learn. And I hold the orb again. You are certain. He puts his hand on your shoulder, looks you right in the eye, and there is a there's a higher regard for you than when you first met him. He doesn't say anything, but there's this like intense expression, this wordless acknowledgement. As he turns to he turns around and leaves you. Thank you, my friend. And I put it away, and I begin making my way back toward the camp. Yes, Carla. When I walked away, um, I made my way over to Eric. Okay. Where is he? I'm sitting uh, about as close to the dragon as I can feel like I can get away with. <laughs> sure. I just imagine you like sitting somewhere, and he's like over here, and you're just like... Yeah, exactly, exactly that. A little bit closer. Um, And I've just got kind of spread out on the ground ahead of me. um, uh, 
the souvenirs of our adventures so far. I'm just kind of looking at everything, and I've got my book out and everything. I'm just kind of pouring over it. Um, I, I kneel down by him. Hey. Hey. Um, how, how are you feeling? I owe, I owe you, I owe everybody a big apology. I think no. my, my fear and exhaustion and I was just overwhelmed by everything and I said things that were, that were really horrible. Dane doesn't even, wasn't even awake to hear them and I, I, I don't distrust this group. The, you've shown time and time again the nature of, of who you are and Pip we rode a dragon <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> do you see those three elves over there this is awesome how can this be bad now we gotta go save my town but I know we can do it cause look at us we're Ooh. awesome Rondon's kinda close to them <laughs> and he just gives a hell yeah brother <laughs> <laughs> we are Eric. With like a makeshift chef hat, just like <laughs> leaves myself. It's a, it's a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Once we regain our energy, which won't be long, I assume we'll head over there, Eric. Oh. Yeah, we will. Um, I, I, I know we will. And, and the fact that all of those hags weren't already there, but were lying in wait ready for us, while that was a terrifying moment, um, is a little reassuring in hindsight, because that means they're not already there. So, so that, that's a good thing. Um, Pip, I really, I have to tell you, I do not trust the Troopmaster, and in my terror, I extended that distrust to you, and I am so sorry for that. I still do not trust... I understand. ...the Troopmaster. I don't know what, why he's following us, but I'm sure he is, and it worries me. Yeah. I understand. There's not much I can say to that, but just know I'm here. And I, I kind of pat are. him. Um, and I stand up and I kind of like uh, like squeeze his shoulder a little, and then I uh, uh, I go sit by the fire where Rondon is cooking lunch or breakfast and I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I gather my things and follow along. Do, do y'all need a cup of coffee? I think it's hot. Oh, yep, that's really hot. Okay. Anyways. I would love some. Well, give me your cup. Hold on, do you got a cup? I'm not gonna, oh I'm not gonna pour it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pour it in your hand, Pip. I just pull a cup from, from my backpack just right behind me, you know, just there you go, Pip. Like they, the solo cups, so just like, like yeah. <laughs> what are they made of? Clay. What else would they be made of? Clay. Okay. Clay or wood or okay. Hardened clay. Silver. They're gold cups. You know. Yeah, that's expensive. Uh, yeah, uh, Drew, what's up? Before I head back to have the coffee that I am so in love with, um, I want to just take I don't know, fifteen minutes to talk to the elves the stone that you gave Dane will save him after he has died yes how, how can I help before we get to that point the truth is there's no way to predict what can happen you can plan train all you want as hard as you can But no one knows how it's going to turn out. 
no plan survives contact with the enemy. Adapt. Think about your positioning. Use your friend's abilities. Everyone working together as one. When we were back there, you, you were able to heal. In our village, we have healers. How did you do that? I am not one gifted with that, but Persea is. Persea. Any advice on how I can better serve my people? My, and I look back at them just kind of confused and still trying to figure out what this group is to, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, my, perhaps friends. Luckily, I was gifted with the healing powers of the Autumn Court. But I know basic field triage and medicine as well. Perhaps these are skills that would come in helpful in the future. You seem to be skilled in certain ways, but just because you were not born with these gifts as I was, doesn't mean that you can't help in your own way. Here, let me show you. And you see that uh, she takes you kind of to um, to her camp, and she begins to like she opens up kind of her inventory, and you see like different medicinal um, herbs and um, like bandages and gauze and wrappings and all that kind of stuff Um, and you begin to quickly pick up on this stuff and um, over the course of you know an hour or so um, you get the you get the gist of you know helping it will take some practice and some time but you effectively retain the information um, I look to Persea and I say, I'm sorry for what my friend said earlier about your sister. As we're just kind of going over these, you know, just having making small talk while I'm learning. And I'll just say to her, um, I hope you understand her distrust comes from a place of confusion. The same way we are all confused right now. It's okay. I understand. I I remember what she said about people in this world. That doesn't help. Fortunately, I think the hags have done a number on all of our minds lately. We... Well, I can't speak for the others, but I can speak for myself. I have never seen anything like this. It'll all work out in the end, I'm sure. It'll have to. Thank you for teaching me these things. I will hope to serve my friends better. She smiles at you, and it's at this point that Rondon begins to ring the dinner bell. (laughs) Food's up. And I'll... I'll say to her, I, I'm not sure what you guys eat, but so far this this Rondon fellow makes a, a very good meal. I just I just instinctively just gotta give a hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> just and I'm uh, Rondon. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> I will say you are you are free to join us if you would like, and I just head to our camp. Okay. Uh, as you head back to the camp. Uh, Rondon, what did you present your dish 
Well, luckily, I had some root vegetables, aka some potatoes, so I sliced them up into nice thin slices, and we had some leftover chicken from the other day that I thought I'd toss it in to kind of make a little hash. It was all sauteed with some nice butter, and I got some hot coffee. Awesome. And so as he presents it to you, um, it is a little different than the one he had before. You can see that it is kind of like a like a golden color to the meal, and it kind of. Sorry. It's the potatoes. <laughs> Yukon gold. Surprisingly. I don't know what Yukon is, but... <laughs> <laughs> I... Love it. <laughs> I know you will. Alright, and so... If everyone so chooses to partake in this meal... Um, uh, you can roll a d12 and your maximum hit points increases by that for the next 24 hours. Um, With my levels of exhaustion... My D12 was essentially halved, right? Basically, yeah. Yes, Mike. So are these temporary hit points, or nope. is this an increase to our max? Increase to your maximum hit points for the next 24 hours. Alright, so for the next hour, you consume your meal. Um, Persea, Brano, and Melanie do eventually come over. And they, they do partake in this meal, as does Antorian, um, with his miniature portion. I keep my eye on uh, Melanie. Much more bitter than tea, but for some reason, I feel like I'm flight. <laughs> <laughs> Rondon, thanks for the the breakfast. This is fantastic. I I don't know if this would help you with a meal in the future. I don't even know what it is, and I've got a bag of herbs that nice. I took off. Uh, a dead sea hag. True. And I, I have no idea what they I, are, but I'm just going to pass them I, on. I open up the um, bag and give it a good huff. <laughs> there is a mixture of scents. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Eric! Rondon's hey, dead. This, <laughs> came, <laughs> this came from the hags, and he's like... <laughs> yeah. <right> back. <laughs> Some high-quality ganja right there. I pull out the resurrection stone immediately. <laughs> 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 Dang, I didn't think we'd have to use it this quick. Um, are you proficient with um, herbalism, Rondon? Uh, let's find out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess probably not. Uh, would herbalism be under tools? So proficiencies or whatever languages and proficiencies. So I have rations, Brandon, in my inventory. Uh huh. Um. Is it safe to assume that those rations are probably stuff that I've pulled from my village? I mean, they could, but uh, they'd have to be, like, preserved, like... Well, yeah, I'm thinking, like, dried stuff. Yeah. Because I'll give them to Rondon to use in other things as well. I will say, it, Rondon, these will serve you much better than they will me. Use them as you see fit. Well, thank you, Quan Sang. I, I might just throw this in the next meal. Do you want me to check for you? But you're... I guess I got... You said under proficiencies in languages. Yep. Tools. Herbalism kit. Yeah, so you're proficient. So let me divvy this up for you. So go to your equipment. And then under manage equipment. You can add one web root. You can add seep leaf. Two of them. There's one called Hag's Breath. It didn't. It doesn't smell so pleasant. Um, and then there are three that are called Aspect of the Raven. So that's what's in the the herb. Ouch. Yeah. So you having an herbalism or having proficiency with herbalism um, lets you know exactly what these are. All right. Yes, Carla. Um, two, I have two things. Um, okay. Brendan, how long does it take to apply the, the venom to my arrows? Uh, regular venom, I mean, it's a minute. But uh, the cockatrice venom, it's normal venom unless you distill it into something else. Read the, the item. Um, 
I guess I just don't understand it. Um, so it, I know it acts as basic poison, but can I add it to my arrows and then leave it on my arrows, or does it like go away? Uh, for that, I think you can affect ten pieces of ammunition. So if I leave it on my arrows, it doesn't go away after like an hour. Uh, I would say it does. It has to be fresh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then my second thing, um, Rondon, since, you know, uh, you're doing most of the cooking for us and it's so good, I was wondering if you wanted this, um, this kit. It's just a box that can clamp together and can be used as, like, a cooking pan. Well, um, hell's bells. Yeah, I'd be all about that. Okay, yeah, here... Here you go. It's just, it's not that heavy. And I give you the mess kit is what it's called. Oh, right. So I guess seeing him like pick through those herbs and know what they are, I go, Rondon, may I ask a favor of you? Yeah, go right ahead. You seem to know herbs very well. I am looking to, and I look around to make sure nobody's listening and I go, make some tea. Well, we might as well go forge and see if we can't find something tasty for you. Thank you. Uh, perhaps you could show me, just for if I see them in the future, maybe I will use them again. Yeah. I'm gonna roll a nature check to go find some uh, leaves that can be used to make some tasty tea. Tasty tea. It is actually at this point that Antorian stands up and he says, That'll have to wait. We must go now. I can't leave Wolf. And Torian, do you, do you know what happened to Wolf? He was running alongside us for so long. I do not. Well, Pip, I mean, I'd love to wait for Wolf, too. And like I said, he, he is a smart, smart wolf. If we kind of leave camp as is, he'll know that we've been here, and he'll kind of know that he's on the right track for us. You know? Yeah. Leaving such an obvious sign will send a message to more than just Wolf. Yeah. Pip, per perhaps. And I just lean over and I just kind of like, grab her clothes. What are you wearing, Pip? Um. <laughs> just ask her what she's wearing. What isn't she wearing? <laughs> Jesus, she's gonna go into the whole description. No, it's basically just like a. a I have like, a long sword. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. cloak. It's like kind kidding. of like short sleeve, not short sleeve, but like up to my uh, my elbows. I say, Wolf would know your smell, correct? Yeah. Tie it to a branch nearby. Something small, not visible. Alright. You are familiar, I believe, with the senses of a wolf. I am. He'll find us. There's like the the campfire, right? And I'm I'm assuming there's like a there's like stones around it, right? Sure. Um, so I just uh it knows my blood. I just leave a little there. Okay. Alright, for the sake of brevity, you all pick up camp get on top of Antorian as as well as the, the elves the elves do as well you take off into the sky heading further south you feel a strange pull Dane, towards the direction that Antorian is going and you almost wonder if he can feel it too Over the wind that I assume, or you know, because it's probably loud flying, sure. right? Um, call Antorian. Where are we going? To where it all began. The weirwood. Dane, it's pronounced wirewood. 
And that's what we'll pick up next time. (laughs) 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 It's like the most unclimactic ending, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Thanks again for joining us for The Dark Veil. If you liked it, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's honestly such a huge way to help a new podcast out. Also, tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, your enemies. You can find us on Facebook at Realm Narrative Gaming, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at RNG Presents, or go straight to our website at rngpresents.com. Thanks again. Take care. We'll catch you next week for The Dark Veil. The Dark Veil is a production of RNG Presents and features Mac Anderson as Rondon, Tyler Brinker as Dane, Drew Doland as Kwansing, Carla Elfritz as Pip, Mike Lewis as Eric, and the Dungeon Master? That's Brandon Rubio. Our amazing music provided by Aiden Chan, and this episode edited by Carla Elfritz. Thanks for listening. See you next time on The Dark Veil. According to the dirt, we're near where Pip peed. That's all. That's what she told us. That is not canon. (laughs) (laughs) Rondon's like, nope. I can taste it. Oh god. (laughs) I taste urea. Yuck. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's been real, guys.